0: Hello, my good friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and for this podcast um, episode, we're going to do the readings for the Feast Day of the Most uh, Holy Trinity, the Solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. So if you like this podcast and you think I'm doing a good job, please subscribe and share. I would greatly appreciate it. So... Uh, let's begin uh, with an act of contrition. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do, <clears throat> through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray with me and for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. So... um. This is the feast day of the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. Uh, last week was Pentecost, so today, a week later, we celebrate the feast of the Most Holy Trinity, a, a very important doctrine in uh, in Christianity. That one that that all Christians. Um. Orthodox Christians, and I mean by, uh, Catholics, Eastern Orthodox, you know, which is, which includes Greeks, Russian Orthodox, uh, Coptics, uh, Armenians, Chaldeans, um, pretty much Throughout the Christian world, all except, including the Anglicans and the Episcopalians and the Methodists, and many, many Protestants, um, accept it. Except for the um, for the Jehovah Witnesses, <clears throat> and you know, even though like a lot of people would argue that you can't, um, you can't find the word Trinity. No, but it's a word a title that expresses at that explains and expresses the relationship of the father, God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy ghost, the Holy spirit. It explains it, that we believe in one God that reveals himself in three divine persons. Um, It's a mystery. It must be accepted. It must be, we don't believe in three gods. We believe in one God. That reveals himself in three individual persons. Each one is God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Father is the Creator, the Son is the Divine Logos the holy spirit is the life of the father and the son and it's the same god that you know is the same god and that's and this is something um, that's a mystery it shouldn't be tried to ex- to be explained just accept it all right we'll go over it more let's uh, let's read the first The first reading. All right. The first reading is from Proverbs chapter 8, verse 22 to 31. Before the earth was made, wisdom was conceived. A reading from the book of Proverbs. Thus says the wisdom of God The Lord possessed me, the beginning of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth, at the first before the earth, when there was no depths I was brought forth, when there was no fountains or springs of water, before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills I was brought forth, while as yet the earth and the fields were not made, nor the first clods of the world. When the Lord established the heavens, I was there. When he marked out the vault over the face of the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When he fixed fast the foundations of the earth. When he set for the sea its limits. So that the waters the waters should not transgress his command. Then I was beside him as his craftsman. And I was his delight day by day, playing before him all the while, playing on the surface of his earth. And I found delight in the human race. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So I'm going to talk about this, um, this reading here it's a beautiful reading the last part in the probably most classical uh, readings uh, i found a light in the in the human race most likely you would find it where it says in the sons of men um you know i kind of like the old classical um readings um this one this one here expresses, is expressed the wisdom of God. And it obviously, you could say it pretty much expresses the divine logos, the second person of the Trinity, but also it can express the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. The father speaks his divine word the logos the greek for word and it gives shape form meaning substance to the creation shape and form probably you can say is kind of redundant but it gives form and meaning To 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 the creation, to the universe, and it's beautiful. Um, The wisdom of God, the Lord possessed me, the beginning of His ways, the forerunner of His prodigies long ago. From of old I was poured forth. At the first, before the earth, when there was no depths, I was brought forth when there was no foundations or springs of water, before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills I was brought forth, while as yet the earth and the fields were not made, nor the first clouds of the world. When the Lord established the heavens, I was there, when he marked out the vault over the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he fixed fast the foundations of the earth, when he set for, when he set. For the sea, its limits. You see, it's just very beautiful. It's talking about creation. It's expressing the moment when everything, everything, when God Almighty called everything into place. And he who basically no one created, God who is uncreated and always is, always was always there who has no past who has no future but is always present created all of us every single one of us was a thought every single human being who ever existed was there in his eternal uncorrupted uncreated mind Every single one of us came into his thoughts, an expression of his love, a thought of his love. All of us came into existence because of his love. The worst of us and the best of us. All of us, we didn't ask for it. We didn't earn it. He came up. He came and thought of us into, into existence. And he came with every single creature, every single microcosm, microcosm, microorganism, every single atom, neutron, photon, whatever you want to call it, all of us, a spark of all of us. He came. He called us into, into being, into existence. Something we you know we need to grasp. And what we should have, we should have gratitude. Gratitude. The all-wise, all knowing God, the creator, the almighty, the living God, the, the, the spirit of life, the source of all. Of all life. The last part is beautiful. When the Lord established the heavens. I was there. When he marked out the fault. Over the face of the. Over the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When he fixed fast. The foundations of the earth. When he set. For the sea its limits. So that the waters should not transgress. His command. Then I was beside him. As his craftsman and I was his delight day by day playing before him all the while playing on the surface of the earth and I found delight in the human race God found delight in the human race very strange expression but true because we are so we are so prone and so susceptible to sin But yet he found delight. He found delight in us. He found joy. Happy. He found he was happy with the human race. That's the best thing I can say is gratitude. Have gratitude for the life we have thanks thank you for the life we have thank you for the family we have thank you for the friends we have thank you that we can be grateful and happy that we can see the sun hear the birds see the moon and the stars the breath we have should be should be with complete gratitude we didn't earn it we didn't ask for it but he gave it to us beautiful all right, let's move on from there. Psalm 8. Psalm 8, and the response is, O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon of the stars which you set in place, what is man that you should be mindful of him, or the son of man that you should care for him? O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. When I beheld your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you set in place, what is man that you should be mindful of him, or the son of man that you should care for him? O Lord our God, how wonderful Your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful Your name in all the earth. You have made Him little less than the angels and crowned Him with glory and honor. You have given Him rule over the work of Your hands, putting all things under His feet. O Lord our God, how wonderful Your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful Your name in all the earth. You have made him a little less than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him rule over the works of your hands and putting all things under his feet. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. All sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatever swims the path of the seas. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O sheep and oxen, yes, and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatever swims the path of the seas. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. O Lord our God, how wonderful your name in all the earth. Psalm 8 has two important parts to it. The first part is the psalmist is trying to teach us to have gratitude to be in a state of gratitude and thanksgiving for the life that's been given to us and for the universe, the world that we live in. It's a beautiful, perfect gratitude. I mean, it this is the best way I can I can tell you is have gratitude for the life you have. Yes, there are sad moments, there are miserable moments, there are moments where you you wish this wasn't your life, but but in the end you did not will yourself alive. And trust me, Once this life ends, once it's gone, once it's taken, you know, either taken away from you by a sudden death, murder, or an accident, or disease, you, you will, I'm quite certain, I mean, I don't know what state we will know, we will look at this world, but you will not see it the same, most definitely. You won't see the, the people around you the same. You won't see the stars the same. You won't see the moon and the stars the same. You won't see the sun. You won't look at it in the same way. I think you we will all be looking at it, if, if we are looking at it at all, from the other side of eternity. So be thankful for the life that was given to you now. While we can still do that, that's one of the things that we should all have when we go to Mass gratitude, 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 thanksgiving for the life that was given to us. The one who can do this for us is the one called the Son of Man, which is Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. He is the high priest of God. And, he, and only through him can we have this thanksgiving. This We can give proper thanks. We can give proper praise. Only through him. Only through Jesus. He, he's the only one that can do this for us. You have made him. A little less than the angels. And crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him rule over the works of your hands. Putting all things under his feet. The second person of the Trinity decided to take. The incarnation. take, uh, Take on himself the incarnation to become a human being. And through him. We can give. We give perfect Praise. We give perfect praise and thanksgiving. Think about it. He comes along. No longer is it necessary for the blood of animals, animal sacrifice, bulls, goats, sheep. No, no longer that anymore. And no longer restricted to one place. But through him, the Son of Man. The, the true high priest. We can. All things. Have been. Established in a new covenant. We can give thanks and praise. And thanksgiving perfectly. Without the blood of animals and bulls. Through his body and blood. Through the Eucharist. Through his incarnation. We can do this. This is why I'm saying. It's it's a great psalm. And every time you go, we go to mass. Just give thanks to God, even for the unhappy moments you have. Because in the next reading, St. Paul is going to tell us that we can only endure a difficult life through the grace, through the incarnation, through the life of Jesus Christ. The only way we can deal with it. All right, let's move on. Second reading from a letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 5, verse 1 to 5, to God through Christ in love poured out through the Holy Spirit. Reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith. this grace in what we in which we stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God not only that but even boast of our afflictions through knowing that afflictions produces endurance and endurance proven character and proven character hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. One more time. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that afflictions produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. To God through Christ in love poured out through the Holy Spirit. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that afflictions produces endurance, endurance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Okay. One more time, the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans, chapter one—I mean, chapter five, verse one to five. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace, in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that. But we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that afflictions produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So. Here we come to uh, St. Paul. Um, What is St. Paul trying to say? What is the Holy Spirit trying to teach us? Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Faith in Christ gives us access to a grace gives us access to God. Again, if you go back to Psalm eight, you realize that this Son of Man who was crowned with glory and honor, all right, all right, is is a source is an, a source of access to the grace of God. He's also someone who restores the relationship The relationship that was lost through uh, through Adam and Eve's sin. And now we have access to it in a way that's different. Through the merits, through the suffering and bitter merits of Christ, Christ's passion. He became a source of grace, and this grace is part of our lives. We need it in order to have a good relationship with God the Father. And this is what's important about about God's relationship with humanity, is that He wants us. He wants us. He wants us back in a state of grace. He's not going to force us, but He wants us. He wants us to have it, and He wants us to be saved through His Son Jesus. This is important to God. And I and I, you know you read the letter to the letter of. The, uh, people like Paul and you read the Gospels and then you read the whole Bible, you begin to, it begins to make sense to you. God wants us back, he's not going to force us, but he wants us back. He doesn't want us to be programmed like the way these totalitarian people wants us programmed and being made into monsters. No, he wants a real serious relationship and he wants us to be free. He doesn't want us to be slaves to some foreign God or a foreign, like a, a, any of those pagan gods. He wants us through Jesus Christ, his son. He wants this relationship. All right, uh, let's move on to the gospel. All right, the gospel now. Everything that the father has is mine. The spirit will take from what is mine and declare it to you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 16, 12 to 15. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you everything that the father has is mine for this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you gospel of the Lord praise to you Lord Jesus Christ one more time reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John chapter 16, 12 to 15 Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take ...from what is mine... ...and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has... Is, ...is mine. For this reason, I told you... ...that he will take... ...from what is mine... ...and declare it to you. Gospel of the Lord. Okay, one more time. I have much more to tell you... ...but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes... ...the Spirit of Truth... He will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So putting it all together, what does it mean? What does Proverbs, uh, along with the uh, the writing of St. Paul and the Romans and the gospel of John, what does all of it mean? The idea behind it is it's, in, it's a relationship. Everybody always asks this one thing. Why can't God just correct everything? Why can't he just make all the bad stuff go away now and fix it all and just fix this this bad relationship we have? Why can't it all just be done with, finished now? Because the problem, I think, is that we're not ready. He could do it. Most definitely he can do it. He can do whatever he wants to do. Like in any relationship, there are stages of development. I mean, look carefully at what happened when he brought Israel out of Egypt. He got them out there. He he got them out of Egypt. He got them away from the Egyptians. But guess what? They still weren't ready. They were still, they weren't ready and they did not comprehend what this relationship with God is. It's like a couple that meet each other, fall in love, right? They automatically have wild and crazy sex with each other. And they think they're ready. You know, they probably. They move in together, most likely. Maybe she gets pregnant along the way. And they still have, like, you think by this time that the relationship should be somewhat cemented, but it's not. It's not. Problems start to show, but they think the problems will will go away if they get married. And they do the problems don't go away because what they went through was just lust, desire it wasn't love and nothing could could tell them differently well, I think in some cases this is the same thing with our relationship with God I mean, look at what we're going through right now. Look at the mess that we're going through right now. All the stuff that we're going through. Uh, we're, you know, we've, we've gotten rid of God. We got rid of God out of the public schools, out of our lives. And people now are running to any particular cult, political cults now. Right? Political cults is the new thing now. Being part of a new philosophy, a new idea, we can create a world without God. And the answer is, no, you can't. The results are, we're mutilating our kids. Uh, We're we're trying to create a God of the secular state, uh, which is basically madness because it's not going to work. So it's going to be a lot of hatred, a lot of anger. Then we've, now we've taken exactly what St. Paul warned us about. We've taken creation, the environment and we made it God we're going to save the world that's literally what we're saying now we, we only got 10 12 years left it's always 10 12 years away and no I mean look at this There was a guy who in France I don't know if he was just using the environment just to get famous he pretended to be an old woman walked up to the Mona Lisa on a wheelchair and smeared it with cake lucky thing there was a protective glass and literally people cheered him. People showed up to take pictures of this this fantastic work of art. And people cheered him. We're not ready. We don't know what's important and what's not important. We're not treating our kids important. We're not treating people as important. We're not treating people with the dignity that Christ wants us. That's what the whole purpose of the incarnation was to elevate human beings up from mere animal to to a god relationship to relationship with god no we're not ready we're not ready unfortunately so we have to endure we have to figure this out and we will because god will do it the holy spirit will do it our relationship with us christians the more we get closer with God, the more we let we surrender ourselves to the Father and Son and Holy Spirit. We will. We will. Because we will do it with the grace of Christ. He is the Son of Man. He is the one who will guide. Who will guide us? The Holy Spirit will guide us through all truth, and we will. in our relationship with the Father will be perfected but no we can't do it on our own we need the grace of God to do it that's why the Holy Spirit will guide us and remind us of all things but not on our own we can't do this on our own it's impossible it's impossible and I don't think we're going to be heading in an easy future you know what gave me a lot of hope was that movie, Father Stu. I know it's just a film, but it's the life of a real priest. It gave me hope because, beside all the division that's within Catholicism, novus ordo, extraordinary form, Stu Long, Stuart Long, suddenly found himself face to face with God by literally pretty much getting close to death because that's exactly, he was on death's door and he suddenly transformed. The Holy spirit transformed him. He went, he ran after a girl only to find out that it was the church. He was really after that was the, that was, I think in a sense, it was a literal life metaphor. This beautiful woman, who he fell in love with, and he did fall in love with her, became the instrument that brought him into the church. And it, it's just, it's just amazing how everything changed. How, how suddenly, you know, now he was. He was passionate about the faith. And then he became passionate about the priesthood. And he discovers his passion for God, his love for God. It transformed everybody around him. And he learned how to endure with his disease. Like Paul says you know, grace gives us the character to endure. And he did. It's all about our relationship with God. Every single part of it is about our relationship with God, experiencing the love of God, and that's what we need to do. All right, I'm going to end it here, and we'll go into um, we'll go into the closing prayers. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through Him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Okay, God bless everyone.